Welcome to the Somos Church Podcast. We are so glad you're listening. This is Sergio and Beatrice, and we're the pastors here at Somos Church. We hope you feel encouraged, challenged, and inspired today. We love you. Enjoy the message. Can you turn to your neighbor and tell them you uh, look good today, look awesome? There's a different kind of look that church gives you, you know? You sit down in church and it just makes you look better. I don't know what it is, you know? It just, it just happens. You didn't even shower and you look good, you know? Uh, <laughs> that's just to see who laughed to know who didn't shower, you know? Uh, but hey, there's no better place to be on a Sunday morning uh, other than right here at Somos Church. And we are so excited for everything that God is doing this year. Uh, we're, we, we have been on a 21-day intentional living, fasting, praying. God has said that this year is a year that we need to surrender. We need to give up some things. And, and when God calls you to surrender, it's intimidating. But honestly, it's so good because you know God's going to do something great as you surrender certain things and uh, God is expanding us you know like we're taking steps and we're praying and we're fundraising for the next place that God's going to open up for us so good things are happening uh, is good things happening in your life that's that's how I know I need to preach this today right? like, <laughs> yeah, you know I woke up yeah you did that's that's good enough too you know, to, to say thank you, God. Uh, but I'm excited for, for today's uh, message. So uh, every single month we have a topic. This month we have been on the topic series called Give It Up. Tell your neighbor, give it up. Tell them, hey, chill out. You know, what's up? <laughs> uh, give it up. So pretty much we're talking about surrender. The importance of giving up some things that are not beneficial for us, things that are toxic to us, things that are stopping us from the growth, things that are stopping us to achieving the full potential that God has for us. And as we get into this message today, I just want to ask you, you know, because this word of surrender, right, and giving things up, I, I really feel it from God. And, and I just want to know, just, you know, as you share your story, uh, it's encouraging for others. So if, if there's anyone in here that, you know, this, this month already, God has called you to surrender certain things, uh, can you just email us? Uh, info at somoschurch.cc. If God say, hey, surrender this, and you did, and God did something cool, or or maybe you're just like in the battle of surrender, you know, like could you email us just to encourage one another uh, in our journey to surrender? Amen? Amen. As we surrender, God does incredible things. God does the impossible. Uh, he, he genuinely does. Uh, in in my mission today, you know, this last uh, message for this series, next week we're having open house and then we're going into Tell Me Why. That's going to be our series for February, Healthy Relationships. Why Healthy Relationships? And yeah, it is based on Backstreet Boys, you know, it is. Tell me why. Uh, Tell me why ain't nothing but Anyhow, give it up to this message, okay? Uh, <laughs> this series is super important. Uh, this, this message is super important because it's the last one. So I have a clear mission. Clear mission before we move on to the next topic. is to convince you to give some things up. Like today's the last 
time that I'm going to be like, Ugh, you know, like, come on, it's time. Give it up, you know. So help me out today, amen. You just help me out by just, just give it up. Give it up. It's time. That, that, that thing holding you back. Think about your thing. What, what is holding you back from achieving your full potential, your full growth, the promises of God in your life? What is that thing holding you back? What is that comfort zone that is holding you back? What are some of the insecurities that are holding you back? What, 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 what about that attitude? Mm, mm, that attitude. That unforgiveness that is holding you back? That abuse that you experience that is holding you back? The betrayal that is holding you back? The stubbornness, dear Lord, the stubbornness. The trust issues, the control issues. Like, it's the last one, so we need to go there. What is the thing holding you back to surrender and experiencing the fullness of God in your life? Give it up. Please do. If you're married, your wife is like, please, I need that, please. Your husband is like, come on, it's time. If you're single, you're like, come on, man. You know? <laughs> it's time to give it up. So I want to read Proverbs chapter 3. And it says, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Do not depend on your own understanding. Seek his will in all you do, and he will show you which path to take. Don't be impressed with your own wisdom. Elbow someone. <laughs> Don't be impressed with your own wisdom. Instead, fear the Lord and turn away from evil. If you grew up in the church world, this is like white noise for you. Trust in the Lord. And it just, we get used to it, right? But, but today I want to break it down a little bit further, right? Because I believe this is the key this is the key of us experiencing the fullness of God in our life, for us experiencing the, the steps, the guidance that we desperately need in God, right? So here God is saying, trust in the Lord. Trust in the Lord. First of all, like, man, you, you need to be like really great to say, hey, trust in me. You know what I'm saying? Like, you need to know you have it together to say, hey, trust in me. So, so I just want to say, right, sometimes we treat God like if he was that dude selling you, you know, tacos on the corner. You know, like God knows everything. He is all conscious, all knowing. He is all powerful. And he's saying, hey, trust in me. Trust in me with absolutely everything that you are, with all your heart. God is saying, hey, trust be secure in, trust, be confident in, trust, throw yourself on me. God is saying trust is you and I just saying, I'm just going to throw myself to you. I'm going to be confident in you. I'm going to be secure in you. I'm going to be confident in your promises. I'm going to be confident in your word. I'm, I'm going to be confident in the things that you say are yes and amen. Come on, can I encourage this community today to just trust in the Lord with all your heart? 
He's not a man that he's going to lie. He is God. If God said he was going to deliver you, he is going to deliver you. If God said that you're not going to be single for the rest of your life, guess what? You're not going to be single for the rest of your life. But all the time, can you trust in the Lord with all your heart? God, I am so tired and broken and I don't have enough finances. But God said that he is a provider. Can we trust him that he will actually provide? God, my kids are so lost and crazy. My family is all wild. And God gave you a promise that he was going to rescue them, redeem them and he like can we just trust in the Lord with all of our heart can we like that that little gap of trust our trust issues can we just give it up can today be the day that I'm just gonna give it up why are you fighting if God says give that up oh I don't know God this is too great can you give it up and trust be secure be confident throw yourself on God, he is someone who is worthy of trust. He, he, he won't fail you. He might take a while in our own timeline, but God doesn't operate in time. We operate in time. We are born and one day we're not going to be here. We, op- we are eternal beings. In Christ. He doesn't operate in our timeline. He's not like, oh, three years single. <sighs> you know, it's way too far gone. <laughs> God doesn't operate in the way we operate. This scripture here says, trust the Lord with all your heart and do not depend on your own understanding. Don't depend on your own understanding. Don't rely on your reasoning. Don't rely on your consideration, on your knowledge. Don't rely on your own understanding. Doesn't our own understanding, like, it always proves us wrong? Don't speak back. Don't speak back. You speak back and World War III happens at home, right? We, our reasoning is, and it's just like, hey, don't depend on your own understanding. Seek his will your life. Seek his word, his character, his intentions, his patterns. Who is he? Seek him so that you know what path to take. We spend our whole life seeking for the path, seeking for what way, and God's like, just seek me. God, is it that, that, that? And we are frustrated. We like we go crazy on decision making. At least I do, you know? God, this time, that time went, and we go crazy. Unlike God, is it this? Is it that? And God's just like, hey, just seek me. And I will show you the way. I will, I will show you the path. Don't throw yourself on your own understanding, on your own reasoning. I don't know how many of you here, um, it's like really specific, but I hope you can relate to this. Because I, I, I don't know, I'm exposing myself. Have you ever been in an argument, okay? This argument happens, this fight happens, and, 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 and you kind of have the time to think, you know? So 
something happens, right, you know, at home, wherever. And you have time to decide how you're going to react, you know? And you think, man, well, if I do this, like, she's going to lose it. If I tell her I'm sorry, like, everything's going to be okay. If I just, you know, give her a hug, like, it's going to be something I've never done in the middle of a fight, so it's going to go my way. You have time to reason, right? And, and, and you have all the scenarios. I'm, am I relating? You know, like, you, you have time to think. And, and there's all these, like, great things to do, but we do the one that we know is going to go bad. You know what I'm saying? This is just me, you know? Like, if I say I'm sorry, it's going to be all good. If I give her hugs, it's going to be all good. And I just go, but what about you that other time? You know? And it's like, and you see your words as they're coming out. It's like, and you know. You know what's going to happen, you know? Like, you, you have the moment, the time to, to, you're at work, and you know if you do that thing, you're going to bother your boss. And you're like, you know what? You know, he was, like, really messed up last week, so I'm going to, you know? No, no. I'll call. I'll call your boss. <laughs> you know, that supervisor, that co-worker, and you have time to think how you're going to react, and I'm just going to mess with them a little bit, you know? You get an angry customer, and you're like, you know what? I'm going to put two pumps instead of four, you know? <laughs> Half a shot of espresso, you know. <laughs> In all circumstances, we, we have time to reason. We have time to, to decide what we're going to do, how we are going to react. We, we have time to think and, and decide how am I going to react to that person, to that person, to this circumstance to this really frustrating. We have time to reason. We have time to understand. We have time to choose. We have time to choose what is it that we're going to do. And I want to go after those little moments that they seem too powerful for us. I'm going to be humble, I'm going to be humble, but why, <laughs> you know? I'm going to give, I'm going to give, no. I'm going to let go of my depression, and no. Those moments, I want for us to discover a new surrender. Because in moments of crazy hardships, circumstances, temptations, you name it, we have a choice. We all do. We all have a choice to make under every circumstance. 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 13 says, The temptation in your life are no different from what others experience. Because, and, and I just love how God is so intentional, right? Because God knows, well, so-and-so didn't have the messed up upbringing I had, you know? So-and-so, their lives are all perfect. So-and-so has money. So-and-so, you know, we compare each other. I just love how specific the Bible is, man, you know, because like the temptations in your life are no different from what others experience. And God is faithful. He will not allow the temptation to be more than you can stand. When you are tempted, he will show you a way out so that you can endure. So God say, hey, 
what you're going through, the circumstances, the pressures, the temptations that you are, it's no different than all of us are facing. But God is faithful. And he will show you a way out. So God opens up the door for our ways out of temptation, stress, hardships. And we see the door wide open. And we're like, God is faithful. Let me blow up. Let me fall into temptation. God is good. Hey, hallelujah, God. <laughs> oh, the open. The door's open. Yeah. God is good. And we never make the decision of stepping into that door of way out of temptation. Way, way out of crazy hardships and the way those affect our mental health, emotional and spiritual health. What, what I'm trying to say today is that you have a choice. Come on, can you say with me, I have a choice. Can you announce to your neighbor, I have a choice. I have a choice. You have a choice. Every single day, every hardship, every circumstance, every pressure, every temptation, guess what? You have a choice. Every fight with your beautiful spouse, you, you have a choice. I, I pray that this, like, you know, like, just hear my voice in the middle of a fight. I have a choice, I have a choice, I have a choice. In the middle of you being late at night and feeling lonely, I have a choice, I have a choice, I have a choice. You have a choice. The interesting thing is that we have a relationship with our choices. We have a relationship with our choices. We have a relationship like a commitment to our decision making. And, and there's a lot to that, right? Like there's, all, there's generation, there, since you were in your mother's womb, patterns that you saw, things that you saw in your environment, in your experience, like there's, there's things that you learned in your upbringing and, and there's a relationship that you develop with decision making. And I'm not talking about X, Y. I'm talking about the internal choices of acting crazy, okay? Uh, and, and there's a lot to it, but, but what I want to narrow it down to is that our relationship with our choices, it, 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 that, that relationship is often convenient. It's convenient for me. And again, I want to go to like the roots of the root. When you are tempted, you have a choice. There is a way out of the temptation, but you have a relationship with your choice. And that relationship is convenient for you. So it is convenient for you and for your flesh and for pleasure to go to that website. Oh, you guys got like dead silent. That's hilarious, man. It's like, you know. It's convenient for your flesh to go and look at porn. It is convenient for your flesh to text your ex that is proven that, you know, they're just going to use you. Oh, they use me. No, you're using them too. Because it's convenient for you. It's convenient for your flesh to DM everyone and their baby's mom and just like, hey, what's up, 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 what
you single, you single, 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 single. You even have it on clipboard, just like you're just pasting through the DMs, you know? Like, let's see who answers, you know? God, give me a sign, you know? Like, left, right, left, right, left, you know? Like, it's just convenient for you. It's convenient. It's convenient for you when you're under pressure to go and drink. You, oh, and then the next, oh, man, I spent all that money. Oh, man. Oh, the world. It's convenient for you. And it's the patterns with our decision making that it's convenient. When you feel depressed, it's convenient for us to go into victim mode. We have a relationship with our decision making. When, when, when you start feeling worried, you have a split-second decision. Am I going to dive into that? Or am I going to trust that God is good? I'm going to trust the hard work of my hands. I'm going to trust that I'm living in godly principles. But we have a choice with convenience, a relationship with convenience. To spend money that we don't have, to drink more than we should, to distract ourselves, to be lazy, to be procrastinators, to not do the things. Like we have a relationship with our choices. And what I want for us to be equipped today is that we have a choice. But we need to change our relationship with our choices. It's not, is it convenient to me? It is, is this going to build character in me? Is this going to make me mature? Is this going to make me to face my responsibilities? Is this going to help me to become the man or woman that I need to become? God gives us a way out. Are we going to forgive or are we going to scream? Are we going to give grace? Beatrice is recording me from the middle of the fight, you know. <laughs> can, can, can we give grace or can, I, can we be angry? Can, can we be bitter? Can we be better? Like what, what is it that we are going to do? Come on, it's time for us to reframe and change our decision making. God gives us a way out. Every single time he gives a way out. And today uh, is the day that some of us here, we're, we're going to give it up. We're going to give up that convenience. No, no, no amens, no. This is the day that we're going to give that up. That we're going to grow, we're going to become strong, we're going to become more like Jesus because we're changing the way that we make our decisions. When God opens a door out of temptation today, we're going to give up our convenience and we're going to take those steps. T today, we're giving up our relationship with convenience, our relationship with lazy, our relationship with temptation, our relationship with depression, our relationship with poverty. Today is the day that you are going to become spiritually single. So that you can accomplish everything that you need to accomplish in your life. Come on, this is the day that you're breaking up and you're breaking free from patterns and patterns from not only your upbringing, but even from generations and generations to come and that, that you've come with. 
And, and, and honestly, like, whenever you're going to break up, I don't, you know, I think all of us at some point, maybe you had a breakup. Like, it's that awkward, you know, like, oh, it's not you, it's me. What am I going to say? You know, you get all nervous, you know, like, you tell a friend to give them a little note. Back in my day, you know, just tell them we don't want anything anymore. <laughs> Those were the days, you know. <laughs> it's awkward. It's hard. It's intimidating. But if you were the one that made the decision of breaking up, you're like, but it's new and it's awkward. In the first moment of loneliness, you're like, how you been? We do the same. I want different. I want better. I want to change. But hey... You know, I just want to say hi. (laughs) Today, I want to empower us that we have a choice. And I pray that today and for the rest of your life, you would choose surrender. That you would choose hope. That you would choose faith that you would choose life, that you would choose love, that you would choose to believe, that you would choose a merciful, loving God, that you would choose this God that was sacrificed on the cross to die for you and the forgiveness of your sin and the restoration of your soul and a new beginning for you, that today you would choose a Holy Spirit that empowers you to live in this world, to live a holy life, to live a set-apart life. I pray that today you would choose not to do only better but to do godly because when God has a hold of your heart absolutely everything becomes better I pray that today you would choose every single door that God opens out of temptation that you would just step into it that whenever you feel the whisper of the Holy Spirit say hey it's time to go it's time to stop it's time to left it's time to right that we would be obedient and surrendered enough to say God I'm going to obey you I'm going to follow you even if it does doesn't make sense even if it's beyond my understanding even if it's beyond my reasoning it doesn't make sense but God today I choose you surrender give it up I want to land this point okay I want to land this point to surrender so um, I want to give you a little example Eric can you come up over here over no just just you this is Eric let me see. Josh, come. God knew you needed to be here today, man, for this illustration. So I'm going to ask, who, who do you think is stronger? This is just for the sake of the illustration, okay? I'm not offending anyone. Eric's been working out, right? Intentional living. He's strong. But who do you think is stronger? <laughs> I'm wrestling. In our lives, right, we all have a choice every single day. We, and I love you. This is just for the sake of the illustration. We're a loving church, okay? Eric represents the weaker person, the weaker thing. Joss here represents the stronger one. Every single day, 
every, absolutely every single day. And not only day, every pressure, every pain, everything that you go through, you have a decision to make. Am I going to the strong one? Carry me. As I fall, carry me, carry me a little bit, you know. Have a decision to make. Am I going to go to the stronger one? Or am I going to go to the weaker one? Carry me, bro. <laughs> and we fall into temptation all the time. That's what happens. <laughs> Who's going to? We, we have a choice to make. He didn't even try, man. You know, like, and look at. Every day we have a decision to make. Every Every painful circumstance that you face, every frustration, every worry, everything that comes to your life that triggers trauma, that triggers anxiety, you have a decision to make. Am I going to trust the strong one or the weaker one? Guess who we always go to? We always go towards anxiety comes. Let me just become more anxious. Depression comes. Let me just get more depressed. You are tempted sexually. Let me be more tempted. You go through pain. Let me feel more pain. We always go to something in us, in us, that is more weak and unstable instead of surrendering to a strong foundation a foundation strong enough to carry us to lift us through those things thank you all thank you all thank you all come on make some eric you're strong in the lord who are you surrendering to in in those moments of worry and fear who are you surrendering to and I'm talking about the split-second decision that you make the split-second decision have you ever noticed when you feel worried you start thinking about stuff and you become more worried anxiety stress you fix nothing literally God this or that and you are thinking about that all day and you're still at the end of the day without an answer. You just messed yourself up throughout the day. And that's the way we live our lives. I, I, I want to I explain this further. Can you help me out? I want to explain this further because what I want for us to understand is not only that we have a choice. And we decide where to surrender. You know, Sophia had a science homework the other day. And I felt like the worst dad in the whole world. And it was so basic. It was about solids, liquids, and gas. And I was just, I was like, man, let's just put that, 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 that. And, and let's just see what the teacher says, you know. <laughs> it was a true story. It was really funny. But what I want for us to understand is that we surrender to our container. We surrender to our patterns. We surrender to our relationship with decisions, with sin. We, we surrender to 
ultimately what we have on the inside already. And, you know, liquid takes form, and I'm going to make a mess here. But liquid makes, takes form of whatever container you pour it. Like, that's just plain and simple, and I had a hard time with that, okay? Don't judge me. Uh, <laughs> liquid just takes form to whatever container you, I mean, it doesn't matter what, like, it just, it just takes form. So whatever it is in our lives that we're facing, we're going to surrender to the container that we have. So if you struggle with depression, you surrender to that depression, so you are depressed. Struggle with anxiety. That's something that you've struggled all your life and worries and addictions and you name it. When problems come, circumstances, you surrender to those things. You struggle with unforgiveness and you name it, fill in the blank. We surrender to who we are. Oh God, I don't know what's up with this anxiety. It's coming out of nowhere. It's an attack of the enemy. No. You've struggled with thoughts of unworthiness. You've struggled with insecurity about yourself. You're just, the pressure is exposing your container. So every single time that you're dealing with something, it's God saying, hey, red flag, there's something in there. And what I believe God is wanting for us today is for us to understand that this is not for us to be defined. But this is more for us to learn that we need to grow. We need to change from here till the day we pass our container. What's on the inside of us. What God speaks about us. This is why this series is so important, not only for, you know, this month. But this is so important because this is a lifelong journey. A lifelong journey of surrender, of giving things up. If God is asking for that thing and you surrender to that thing, guess what? what's next? Hey, now it's time to give this one up. And once you give this one up, God has another one and another one and so forth. So we need to embrace surrender instead of fighting it so hard. We need to just know that a part of us being followers of Jesus is this continual act of surrender. And it's not surrender just for pain's sake. It's not surrender just for sacrifice's sake. It is surrender because he knows the plans that he has for you. He's known you before you were even in your mother's womb. He created you. He knows you. He appointed. He knows. So whenever he says surrender, that is because he knows you're holding on to something that doesn't belong in you. I just want to encourage you today to surrender the little things, surrender the big things. Just give it up. The longer that you fight this battle, the longer you're, pro you're just prolonging something that inevitably you're going to end up surrendering. You're going to end up surrendering anyways. Might as well us develop the character. You ask for it, God, I'll give it up. And I know this is not an easy act. It sounds 
this is hard. Matthew chapter 16 says, verse 24, and this is Jesus talking to his disciples. If any of you wants to be my follower, you must give up your own way. Take up your cross and follow me. If you try to hang on to your life, you will lose it. But if you give up your life for my sake, you will save it. And what do you benefit? If you gain the whole world but lose your own soul, is anything worth more than your soul? Jesus is telling us something that we have seen in our lives. If you try to hang, hang, hang on to your life, you will lose it. Haven't we seen that? This is what's best for me. I know. And then you just feel so lost. So broken. The void doesn't go away. And I just, one more weekend and one more weekend and one more day at work. And we live in the motion. And God's just like, just give up your own way. Give up your own way. Give yourself if you give up your life for my sake, Jesus is saying, you will save it. If you just, whatever God's asking you to give up, if you just give it up, you will actually gain way more than you gave up. Always. It's a biblical principle. It's not depending on the circumstance. Every single time God says, give that up. And you obey and you surrender, you gain. And I love how like intense Jesus is about this principle. Give up your way. Take up the cross. Like sometimes we see the cross, right? This horrific thing that Jesus went through for us. And we're like, oh, look at him. Thank you, God. We love you. Jesus is like, no, 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 no. I set the example for you. For you to take up the cross. What does the cross represent? The cross represents the ultimate sign of surrender. The ultimate sign of surrender. God, your will, not my will. Jesus saying, take up your cross. Is Jesus saying, take up surrender. Take up radical surrender. Take up surrender to the point that there's nothing left in you but all God. And to God be the glory and the moment that we take up surrender and take up the cross and follow him, he says that our life is saved. I, I don't know how many of you have experienced surrender. You just said, and everything around you might be just burning on fire. But there's a supernatural peace as you're walking through that. Because God, your will. Not mine. I, I, I love this scripture, right? That Jesus takes it further and he's like convincing us. What do you benefit if you gain the whole world but lose your soul? What good is it if you gain that relationship, that status, that car, that thing, that material. What good is all that if you lose your soul? If you lose your 
character, if you lose your emotional state, your, your, your mental state, your, your, what good is it? If you gain everything and you're losing yourself. And sure, this is a big thing, but also in the little things. What good is it for me to decide worry if I'm just losing myself? What, what good is it if I'm fearing certain things, if I'm losing myself? What good is it if I am a present dad or mom, but I am not present at all? What good is it if, if I'm trying and trying and working and working and I'm just losing myself over and over again? What, what do you benefit if you gain the whole world, but your soul is being crushed? Externally, you can smile, but internally, you can be crushed. I, I believe that Jesus is pretty much convincing us to surrender. There's nothing more important than your soul. And I love that God loves us so much that he cares more about you than whatever material things you're praying for. God cares more about you and your soul than a lot of unanswered prayers. But because he wants you to discover that in him, you will find everything. So whatever challenges you're facing today, and I'm going to ask Corey to come as we close. Whatever challenges you're facing, God cares about you in the middle of the circumstances that you're facing. What he's wanting is for you not to pray about the challenges, but for you to get closer to him. For you to choose him in the middle of those things that are stealing from you. That every single time that you face something, that you have that split second decision to make, God wants for you and him to grow closer by your surrender. What good is it to gain the whole world if you lose your soul? Your soul longs to be full. Your soul longs to be complete and whole. Your soul longs to be embraced by the presence of this loving God. That's why we can do everything and have everything, but still our soul is missing, longing the greatest thing. And nothing that we do will fill that void, will fill our soul other than God himself. Today is a beautiful Sunday for you to give your life to God for the first time. But I know that many of us, we always choose to gain the world than to protect our soul. So today I just pray as a fresh start for all of us to say, God, I, I'm going to go after you. I'm going to surrender to you. Beyond my reasoning, beyond my understanding, I want you and nothing else. And when we make that decision, those voids that you've been carrying for all your life, in Jesus' name, they will be fulfilled.
Can you stand with me as we close in prayer? Jesus, today we thank you that you are in this place. We thank you that you care more about every single one of us than absolutely anything in this world. You hear our cries, you hear our prayers, you know our voids, you know our longings, you know our needs, you know absolutely everything about us, God. And what you're after, Lord, is not those needs. What you're after is our surrender, our complete surrender. The same way you demonstrated on that cross, full surrender, God's will, not ours. God, I pray that today we would see you as that example that we would say we will follow you and we will take up our cross and we are going to go after you all the days of our lives, in every area, whatever you speak, whatever you say. Today, you want to give your life to Jesus for the first time. You've never done it. You don't even fully understand what that entails. It's just a decision of saying, I'm going to follow you, God. I'm going to go after you. I follow my way in my life, but today I am making a decision to follow you. Everyone, eyes closed, no one's looking. If you want to follow him, you want to surrender to him, you can just raise your hand up to heaven as a sign of surrender and just repeat this prayer with Jesus. Today, I will follow you. I follow my way. I follow my will. And today, I surrender. Today, I make a choice to follow you. Jesus' name. Everyone, eyes closed. If you just feel God challenging you to just experience a new level of surrender, a new level of obedience, a new level of taking up your cross, you just raise your hands up to heaven. You have followed many things, but your soul cries out for God. Your soul cries out for fulfillment, for love, for embrace. And today, we believe by faith that the Holy Spirit is right here in this place. And we pray in faith that you would surround every soul, that you would fill every soul. God, you know the frustrations, you know the temptations, you know the crushing, you know the decisions that need to be made. God, I pray, Holy Spirit, that you would come in a beautiful and mighty and graceful way to every empty soul, every broken soul. God, I pray that you would comfort, you would surround, you will fill, you will fulfill. God, there's people here that haven't felt loved in a long time. And I pray that your spirit will come with love and truth and surround every heart that feels unlovable. I pray that everyone in here that feels that they're not enough, that they're not capable, that they're not worthy, God, that you would come and speak your truth into their souls, that they are enough, that they are worthy, that they are embraced, that you have chosen them and that you call them children, that you call them your sons and daughters Holy Spirit I pray that today we would experience your beautiful radical 
reckless love that guides us to you. I pray that obedience would become easy. I pray that we would have a new grace to walk your way. That we wouldn't try to do this in our own strength, but that we would do this surrendered to the rhythms of grace that we have through your spirit, through your word, through your truth. In Jesus' name we pray. We say amen. 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 Come on, tell your neighbor, give it up. Give it up. Hey, I pray that you have the best day of your entire life as you continue to experience uh, the love of God throughout your day. Say hi to someone in the lobby. I uh, love you all. See you next week. If you enjoyed today's message, please subscribe, like, and share. It helps more than you know. Also, if you'd like to be a part of the Somos Church giving family, you can do so today by going to somoschurch.cc slash give. Thanks so much for joining us. We're praying for you and we hope you have an amazing day.